Fred Film Radio from Berlin International Film Festival, Germany. Angela Cherry, Fred Film Radio from the Berlin Festival. I'm here with Miriam Jober, director of Who Do I Belong To? Good, mo- good afternoon. Not good morning. <laughs> good afternoon. Yeah. Uh, listen, Miriam, uh, for this movie, everything started from a from a, a short film that you did years ago called Brotherhood, and then something clicked in your mind and you decided that this was not enough you needed to tell more about this can you tell us something more yeah of course um so brotherhood was in 2018 and when i was shooting that film i the the short was focused more on the the male characters we can say but when i was shooting that short i found myself much more attracted to the female characters so i decided that i wanted to develop it into a feature and explore more the perspective of the mother, the two mothers in the film, actually. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because it felt like doing an entirely different film. (laughs) It didn't, it felt like exploring. Yeah. It's almost like it was happening in a parallel universe. And so for me, it felt like a new story because the themes I was exploring the approach that we decided to do aesthetically was different. And so we, I started writing that. It took three years, and then we shot it. And now, five years later, the film yeah. is out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in, the, in your short film, there was, the, there was a sort of this mm, brothers, they, they leave Tunisia to go and fight for ISIS. And then in this movie, these brothers, which are not the same, but ideally they come back, one of them come back. And Aisha the mother needs to defend her family. Uh, what it's really struck, what it struck me about the movie, about her character, that she's really strong and relentless in, in, a, in, a, in a milieu that is not exactly keen to women. Yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, I spent a lot of time in the north of Tunisia. And the one thing that I can say for sure is the women in that region are very strong. And I think usually the image that is depicted of rural women in rural sh- setting is that, you know, they're completely oppressed or, you know, they don't have strong characters. And that wasn't my experience. So I really was excited about creating this character that, yes, of course, there's, a, there's an immense amount of struggle, right? Yeah. It's a rural place. There's no running water. Um, resources are limited but this character this woman she doesn't give up and she really is you know and sometimes you know she's not yeah she's not willing to give up and she is in a way the biggest thing or the biggest courage that she has actually is at some point as much as she resists it she's willing to look at the truth mm-hmm. And that's what makes her, I think, very strong and resilient, is she's able to step out of denial and face the truth. Um, And that's what I think makes her a powerful character. You're totally right, because this is what we feel watching the film, so it works. And uh, the title is, who do I belong to? And it refers to this kind of confusion of, of, of where we are and who we are and the identity issue is very uh, very important in, in modern movies lately regardless if it's, a, if it's a gender issue or yeah. geographical or whatever why do you think this is so we are, why do you think we are so confused 
I mean, I've reflected on that question a lot, and the feeling that I have is in times of fear and uncertainty, which we obviously have been living a lot, and particularly in the last couple of years with COVID, there was so much fear and uncertainty. We have a tendency, and I saw it in my own life, to hold on to labels for a sense of control in our lives. So in my case, through making this film, I realized I was really holding on to the identity of the good girl, you know, the good daughter, the good person. And so I think we hold on to these labels because we want to feel a sense of control and authority in our lives. But in a way, sometimes holding on to these identity labels become a prison. Because as you can see in the film, the family is very challenged. The father throughout the film is really holding on to his concept of family and what a family should be. The mother is really holding on to her identity as a mother. And the son who returns is really holding on to his identity as a victim. And they really try to hold on to it, but each of these labels break for them. And a, a lot of the film is them confronting that and having to figure out, okay, now when this identity that I've constructed for myself is shattered, who am I? And it's a very frightening experience, and I lived it uh, immensely the last couple of years. It's a terrifying experience because everything goes into question in your life. However, more and more, I'm seeing how embracing the unknown and embracing that identity is fluid and can be fluid has really liberated me and has really made me have a better relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. Like before, when I used to hear the concept of self-love, I'd never understood it. It stayed a concept. But throughout making this film, I realized self-love comes from embracing all of yourself, mm -hmm. not the things that I wanted to be or that, that you're supposed to be or that I'm supposed to be, but embracing also the jealous Miriam, the angry Miriam, the, you know, sassy Miriam, yeah, the nice Mary, embracing all of that was like a true liberation. So that I think that's why in the film there's that question that's always there, and that's why. And I think that this is what happens to Aisha yeah. as well, because even even if, the, uh, as you said before, the breaking of her ideas is yeah. so hard for her, it's like a new, to be born again. Oh, yeah, it's an awakening. It's an awakening. An exactly. awakening for her. So in a way... I think we try to escape Anisha's um, situation. She tries to escape pain and suffering, but she realizes in embracing it, there is an, a, a release, you know. There's no escape. There's just embracing and accepting as a part of her and life. Then, and then make the next step. Yeah, take the next step. Uh, I want to ask you something about the act the actors because you you are using both professional and non-professional even the, even if the non-professional are becoming professional now yes. which are the same guys that you use for the for the show so can you tell us something about how you built this uh, relationship and how on your opinion they grew yeah in terms of ability? yeah i mean that was honestly witnessing Malik Shekhar and Ryan evolve into actors was one of the most meaningful experience of doing this feature because what happened was myself and the lead actress Salha Nasrawi who's an incredible theater actress and cinema actress 
we trained them over a period of two years before the shoot. Mm. So we would live together and we would do theater techniques and all of that all together. And so over those weeks, we got a lot closer, you know. And I think you can feel that intimacy on the screen, especially between her and the boys. There's a natural intimacy that is just there because of the short, because of all the the time we spend together. So one of the things that I'm really proud of is like, with all the actors, there was an immense trust between me and them. And I'm so grateful for them for, they really gave a lot of themselves to the film. Like a, they were very vulnerable. And I think that can really only truly happen if there's trust and care and respect and they felt safe so I'm, I'm very proud we were able to create that environment and they were able to surrender to the tough subject that we were exploring. Yeah, and then probably you gave them the chance of finding something about themselves that they didn't know, which is a good yeah. gift. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think a lot of people came out of this experience pretty transformed, <laughs> <laughs> myself included. I know the actors all, I think it was a very transformative experience for that reason of like tapping into a part of yourself that you didn't know and and the courage to be naked when you do that it's scary but there is on the other side of it something really profound and liberating yeah, yeah. Uh, one last question about the uh the the spaces where that you where you shot you're showing us a part of tunisia which is very tough very beautiful but very um, menacing as well and the, the kind of approach visual approach that you chose is like a midway between naturalistic and more like fantastic how did you work with your DOP in order to give us back this kind of feeling yeah I mean the reason why I've always been in love with this village Luca is the nature is so raw um, when I get when I go there there's a really special energy it's very powerful You know, the wind there, there's, when it hits your face or something, you feel like a special energy. So Vincent and I, we definitely wanted to try our best to capture the feeling, you know. And it was the way we worked was really, we both knew the place very well. Vincent did the short. He's been there many times. We scouted a lot together. We did a lot of research in still photography. Mm -hmm. We're very passionate about that because what we love about a still photo is that in one image, there's a whole story. And so we always tried with every shot, how can each shot tell a story? And so we worked like that, a lot of conversations. Um, I think I think when you're in love with a place and a people, you just bring that with you. And both him and I were just in love with that place. So... It's it's almost instinctive, you know, you, when you film something with love and and passion, it it kind of translates, yeah, yeah. you know. And, and it's also, it gave, it gave us back some closely, like, supernatural yeah. sights, because there are, there are some sequences in the film that are gorgeously beautiful, but not just for the sake of the beauty itself, yeah. but for what it conveys no, oh, yeah. so it's, well, I'm happy to hear that. So <laughs> no, really, really, it, it's really, you know, the, the powerfulness that you made, 
you're able to put into the Asia card comes yeah. goes beyond her is it's I mean it's all around her, uh -huh. which is uh, to me was like the real strength of the film. So I'm you did a good job. I'm happy so. to hear that because I think one of the things that we tried is like to capture the beauty, but it's not just about the beauty, exactly. you know, a, and, and a beautiful image is that speaks. That's what we were hoping. Mm -hmm. So I'm really happy to hear that. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank Thanks you. a lot to Marianne Joubert, director of Who Do I Belong To in, in competition at the Berlinale 74. I'm Angela Cherby for Fred, the Festival Insider. Fred, 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 24-7 on Fred FM and smartphone app.